0: It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Gilio. Get ready to place your bets.
1: It is time to line them up. Welcome back. BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Joe O. Joe G with you. Every day we look around Major League Baseball, and today is a fun slate. The Friday last series opening up or at least continuing for some teams that opened one last night. But the last series before the All-Star break, we got some great games later this hour. Dan Brasmus will join us, talk some NBA, and we will go over some AFC make or break units for your win totals this year. But, Joe, we got some good games on the board um, today. Let me just start with one, because you were joking about the Phillies uh, waking up offensively. Every once in a while, a game jumps out, and it's like, man, this might be a really high-scoring game. And and the over-under on the Red Sox, who host the Phillies tonight, In Fenway Park is 11. That's a gigantic number. Really big number. When you look at the pitchers starting this game, Joe, Vince Velasquez, we know what he is by now. He's a a league average, probably a little below average major league pitcher who can have blow-ups and put runners on base. That's one side. And they're in Fenway. And we know the Red Sox offense is excellent, especially at home. Joe, the Phillies offense comes in hot off of what they did to the Chicago Cubs this week. And they're getting to face Garrett Richards. Has anyone looked at Garrett Richards' numbers since the beginning of June? Like There should just be like a sign over his head, like, get me out of the rotation. I can't do this anymore. Since the beginning of June, Garrett Richards, 6.61 earn run average. Joe, he's had loud 65 base runners in 33 innings. That's two base runners in inning. I, I know the number's big, but... We're getting runs tonight in Fenway Park. That oh, feels okay. like a shootout.
0: I thought you were setting up to make the case on the Phillies betting out of Velasquez. No, I, no, It feels like every time. Like, okay, this kind of looks like you should be betting on the Phillies. No. Velasquez Tends to be out there. I will say, though, uh, he has excelled against the Boston Red Sox. Uh, 40 played appearances. He has a 33% strikeout rate. Red Sox hitting 167 against him. And a 3 That's the Red Sox on this roster. So he's done well. But I feel like every time I follow those sort of numbers with Velasquez, like, okay, he shows you who he really is.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a couple, was it three weeks ago on a Friday, you tried to convince yourself to take Velasquez? And I said, yeah. no, we can't do that. But that does feel like a very high-scoring game. So Red Sox-Phillies, an interesting series before the break. Um, how about the Braves, your Braves, in Miami? And maybe are they your
0: Marlins now? Which NL's team is yours now? Uh, I did not make a wager on the Marlins. I want to see what happens here. But uh, it's just you know, it was a nice break yesterday when it landed in play. It was a nice break. I just get so frustrated by this team. Stress free. Uh,
1: they're in Miami tonight starting a series. It is Charlie Morton. And we'll get to his K prop, which I like. I, w- I, w- I want to get your Thompson. reaction.
0: I want to get your reaction to this. So, um, I asked the people in Atlanta, I'm like, so are they going to add? I'm trying to figure out, are they worth a division bet at seven to one? Like, that's such a talented team and there's so much baseball left. Are they going to add to help this bullpen? They need, they clearly need a lot of help. And it's a long shot, but they're entertaining the idea, as poor as they've played, maybe it's not even worth adding. Uh, as strong as the National League is right now, they're talking about. Maybe the Braves dealing free agent to be Freddie Freeman.
1: Wow. I, that I took mean, me aback as well. He's Mr. Like, Brave. Like he took the mantle from Chipper Jones. He's Mr. He's, Atlanta Braves. Can you trade a legacy player if you're the Atlanta Braves with with this young core? Well, if you can. I mean, think about – I was thinking about who the best player traded at the deadline. We asked John Heyman that a couple days ago. Like who's, who's really going to get moved here? He jumps to the top of the list. I mean, there's not a real impact starter probably on the move. There's some good relievers. Kimbrel is probably going to make a big difference for somebody when the Cubs trade him away. But mm-hmm. Freddie Freeman won the MVP last year. It's the reigning National League I MVP. know. Could you imagine if, if Milwaukee got him or you put him, I, I don't know, San Francisco, you, like San Diego could use an upgrade over Hosmer. I don't know if they would do that. But,
0: like, it would change the National League. Forget <laughs> Baez, forget Bryant Rizzo. Yeah, you're right. Freddie Freeman would be the number one story by far. I don't know if they're willing to do that. I mean, boy, you, you talk about a, probably a poor reaction from the fan base. Uh, that, would be, uh, that would be that with the Atlanta Braves fans. But they are slight favorites. They have the pitching advantage. Morton over Thompson. Again, I can't trust this team. Uh, they played them last week. They did take two of three from the Marlins, but I still can't trust the Braves right now. I'm, excuse me. I'm certainly not going to lay a price with them. The total's only seven and a half. I did find that interesting. I do like Morton's K-Prop. It's at six and a half again. I think yeah. we
1: both took it over last week at the same number against the Mets, and he did, he did well for us. So I like the Charlie Morton K-Prop today against the Miami Marlins. Joe, when you look at a game, another one with a high uh, run total today, Chicago White Sox at the Baltimore Orioles. Jorge Lopez, who might be the most nondescript bad pitcher. Like, we make fun of that Harvey Day because he used to be good. No one knows who the heck Jorge Lopez is. He just gets beat around to an area over six. The White Sox, you would think some runs on the board there. Keuchel, for the White Sox, we know the Orioles hit lefties better. You had your Cedric Mullins home run prop washed away
0: oh, yesterday. Very disappointing. What are you thinking here? Runs in this game? White Sox? I, I I, think you can make a case for either side. And it doesn't matter how many players you take out of this White Sox lineup. They continue to mash. It's truly remarkable. Uh, this month, they're hitting three hundred third 300 so far. The weighted runs created plus way up there. And uh Moncada against Lopez done well. He's got a couple homers and he's 6 for 11 against him. But as you mentioned, the Os against lefties, they are number 2 in baseball in batting average. They are number 4 in on-base percentage, slugging, OPS, weighted runs created plus. As an underdog at home, you might want to look to the Baltimore side, even though uh, even though it's tough to fade this White Sox lineup right now.
1: Yeah, it is, but you're right. Uh, they do do well against lefties. Speaking of lefties, Joe, uh, we had Kenny Ducey on last hour, and he mentioned he likes Jake Odorizzi uh, for the Astros tonight as a small favorite, or not that big of a favorite, considering it's the Astros. Yankees coming in. They're starting Nestor. Cortez, who's a lefty. Now, he's probably more of an opener, first two or three innings type of guy, but it's a lefty against the Astros. The Yankees can't hit. Do we have to overthink this one? Why can't I find a a number on this game? Have you been able to find one? So the number I I have up is uh, Astros minus 139, the money line. uh, Yankees plus 127, over under nine and a half. Okay.
0: Do you have the first five on there? I'll try to find it. If we are talking about an opener, lefty. And it has to be considered if we're not laying 200 or you know in 150 somewhere in that range you've got to take a look at the Astros even though as you mentioned it might just be a couple of innings every offensive metric we know Astros uh superb they're a great offense in general but they're so much better than the rest of the pack against Southpaws yeah i don't have the um the first five i do see though
1: Michael Brantley plus 450 for a home run today that might be an early home run prop. He okay. hits everybody.
0: I, I like that one. How do you not bat the Astros though? If if you're attacking this game, you've got to look Houston in, in in some way. You have to. Yeah. I mean, look, the the Yankees are. I would say unless
1: they're facing a lefty, like they were in my, in Seattle twice this week, and 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 I like them those days. Unless they're facing a soft tossing lefty, the Yankees are unbettable. Like it's just like you got to stay away. There's just no. you can't trust that team. Um, Joe, the, so the Blue Jays yesterday was supposed to be in. Baltimore they got rained out so Alex Manoa who we talked about yesterday the start a young starter for Toronto he will be against Tampa today that's an interesting game you get plus money uh, Toronto in Tampa with the young strikeout pitcher on the mound it's
0: interesting to me you know what really jumped out was the the Tampa Bay side that um, they have the longest streak of any form in Major League Baseball they've won their last four games after them the, the longest losing or winning streak in Major League Baseball is two games. Two games. A lot like, of parody no, going parody. on. Parody, yes. Adam Silver's dream right here uh, with Major League Baseball. Uh, McClanahan, surprise you for both pitchers, Manoa and McClanahan, that the number is at six and a half. Now, we know how much the Rays uh, strike out from game to game. But for baseball now after the, the change with the sticky stuff, when you have both pitchers at six and a half, that's on the high end. It, it used to be kind of middle of the road, but that's on the very high end now. It is. I, of the two, I like Manoa more because I just I trust him against that lineup to
1: pitch better. Mm-hmm. I mean, McLean's got some great stuff and he could strike guys out, but he's a lefty. I just wonder, will he pitch well enough to stay in that game You know, for the five, six innings he needs to, to get over that number?
0: Yeah, I, I'm not going to be playing in this one, are you? No,
1: I'm going to stay away. There's some... Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of weird pitchers going today. That's like you could feel a lot of runs being scored on this Friday night for the All Star break. Like you go to the um, Oakland Texas game. Cole Irvin's had a nice season, but like he's not a guy you think start to start is going to shut people down. He has to strike many guys out. Jordan Lyles, who's I mean the definition of a journeyman now on the other side. That feels like a game. There's going to be some runs. That that was interesting. It's what's only... the Olson
0: prop? That's what I'm thinking. Oh, we got to find that <laughs> Matt Olson gearing up for the home run derby. I think so. Do you believe in uh, the last weekend before the All-Star break, the majority of them not going to be involved in the festivities, so many of them bowing out, which is a disappointment to some. Me, I don't really care because I, I can't stand the All-Star game. I'm probably not even going to bet it or watch, but I'll watch on Monday. Um, and do you buy into some of the players this week might mail it in? Uh, kind of extra break before the break type of thing? They're Already checked out, yeah. For yeah. The
1: week. Well, I mean, already I noticed some pitchers, like, you know they could go Sunday, and their teams like, yeah, you know what? We'll give you a little extra break instead of going Sunday. You you start maybe the first Oof. game
0: after the break. My reaction, have... my disgust was uh, Matt Olson plus ninety. Plus one ninety. That's not uh, we, need, we need. We need two hundred.
1: Even at two hundred, that would be that would be too short. Uh, Joey I, Gallo, by the way, is plus two ten against a
0: lefty. That shows the kind of the streak that guy's on. Uh, as far as this matchup, uh, Lyles. Been good this year. He won't be able to keep it up, but I will say it's worth noting that against Oakland, the Athletics are hitting 219 against him, only a 260 on base. So Texas at home as a dog with Gallo on fire, maybe not a bad look. I I agree with
1: that, Uh, Joe. I got to throw something. Now the the line is down for the game. Earlier today, this morning, it was up. I don't know what's going on, but they took it down. I saw this morning early. Blake Snell and the Padres coming off a wild series against the Nationals. And we know, as Jake Hassan tells us all the time, Blake Snell stinks, okay? The Rockies can't win on the road. This has been documented for months now. Extra stinks. Extra stinks. Oh, my God, this line. It was minus 261 this morning. Blake <laughs> Snell. Would you ever be willing
0: this season to put minus 261 on Blake Snell? I couldn't. And the Rockies Never. might stink worse. So- <laughs> It is for sure Snell, right? Because I was checking the Padres site this morning. They still have two B- TBD. So points bet still has Snell up, but they have okay. taken the, uh,
1: the all the lines down. So maybe there's some, some discrepancy. But if Remember it is Snell, Blake
0: Snell was a coward and backed
1: <laughs> out of his last start, too. Oh, that's right. Maybe we still don't know if he's a case. Has he got some courage here?
0: How is Blake Snell minus 250, minus 260 against anyone, any team? I know Colorado can't win on the road, as you mentioned, but come on. All right, here you. Here are his numbers against the rocks, last seventy-one at bats. The Rockies are hitting three twenty-four against Snell, three ninety-two on base, nine seventy-one OPS. Put the number back up, please. Are we fading, Blake? Snell's Give me the side? rocks. Give me the rocks. All right, one other one I want
1: to throw out there because I, I do think the um, the over under might be deceiving. You look at the um, the pitchers tonight: Paulo Espino for the Washington Nationals, Logan Webb for the Giants. So Paulo Espino is really a relief pitcher. I think this is going to be a bullpen game for the Nationals, and Webb is yeah. just off the IL. I have no idea if he can go fifty pitches, sixty-five. I, I don't know, and I think he's got some good stuff. But I don't know. We might be into these bullpens, and the Giants bullpen pretty good. Nationals is not. That feels like a night where there's eighteen pitchers or sixteen pitchers and a bunch of runs uh, out in San Francisco. I think that over under is a little deceiving. You look at their ERAs, like oh yeah, I get
0: it, but those guys might not pitch much of this game. Yeah, so, yeah, the the number is nine in San Francisco, minus 150 favorites at some spots. It makes sense. You know, they're not winning like they were uh, throughout much of the first half, but they are scoring some runs right now. They can absolutely rake. Nationals putting up runs every single night, man, every single night. on Trey Turner has been on fire lately. Him and and Juan Soto. They
1: really haven't missed the beat without Kyle Schwarber, which is funny because we thought, like, oh, Schwarber's out,
0: and it's like Soto and Turner just – went crazy his mvp number starts dropping he goes on the injured list and they're still scoring runs on a night-to-night basis boy i i think back in your mind that's the team that you have pegged in the NL East. you're just waiting for them to really start rolling the nationals
1: yeah yeah i do i do i well i've seen it before right we've seen this story before they do it and i do i do think Soto's the best player in the division the best hitter in the division when he gets going and i feel like he hasn't really gotten going yet and they're still they're still there any games we didn't hit on joe you wanted to throw
0: something out there uh, yeah, I believe this, this afternoon. Yeah, I believe it's an afternoon game. How about the Cubs Cardinals? Typically one of the better rivalries in all of baseball, and um, I don't really care that much about it. But but I look at the, uh, the big advantage the Cubs have on the mound, even though Kyle Hendricks has not been Kyle Hendricks this season. He's awesome against the Cardinals. He's typically... He's great at home. We haven't seen that discrepancy in the home road, road splits this season, but usually he's pretty good. But, man, some of these metrics are scary on Hendricks. He has the fourth highest home run to fly ball rate among all qualified starting pitchers in the game. He has the fifth highest of barrel percentage. But against the Redbirds, uh, they're hitting only 222 against him. That is a large sample. So many starts against St. Louis. Only hitting 222 against them, and uh, the Cubs' offense has gotten to LeBlanc. Now, they're not a great offense by any means, but they've gotten to LeBlanc in the past. I tried to figure out what what do we want to do with the Cubs. The Cubs are heavy favorites at home with the pitching advantage. Maybe we we'll, maybe we take a look at the at the, uh, the run total. But man, that can that team cannot be trusted. Maybe a Javi Bias home run prop against a soft
1: tossing maybe. lefty. It feels be. like a Javi
0: home run day. Could be. Cubs with a nine sixty-five OPS against LeBlanc.
1: I feel some runs there. On the other side, we talk some NBA. Dan that Bespris is going to join us next. NBA talk. And then later this hour, we'll do some NFL make or break position groups in the AFC. Joe O, Joe G. This is BetQL Daily on the VetQL Network.